Welcome to Amusement Sparks, the theme park design show. I'm your host, Andrew Spawn, and with me today is God's Will Agua, the social media coordinator from Funimation. How are you doing, sir? Good. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Uh, still at work, actually, but, you know, still wow. making it happen, yeah. It's like 8 p.m. there, right? It is, yeah. Like, I was just sort of like, let me just stay at work and, until, like, this happens and just crank out whatever I got to do. So, wow. Yeah. Fri- ironically, Friday nights are really good times to just crank out a lot of work. That's so, so interesting. Like, the uh, your role in particular, I mean, working at, you know, a company that works in kind of a creative field like that, and then you do the social media, which is, like, an art form that's very social and, like... I doubt that's a nine to five job. You kind of have no. to be awake all the time, right? Yeah, sort of on it all the time. Just, you know, I pull up my phone a lot and it's not because like I'm bored, but it's just sort of like, okay, let's make sure nothing's on fire today. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not a bad habit, but we'll see how that goes. It's important these days. Like social media for this show is just in the toilet because I just don't have this set of skills that it takes to like make it engaging. But like uh-huh. keeping an eye on Funimation has been a little bit of an inspiration. I'm like, man, I... I could do some really cool stuff if I would, like, just do it already. (laughs) Funimation kind of came out and, like, sought you out and just found you being this kind of passionate person and said, hey, Mm -hmm. do you want to do this job for us? Like, I love that. That's such a cool story. Like, Like, I don't know how that happened, honestly. Like, I'm still, (laughs) like, it's been four years and I'm still in awe. Like, I mean, I would joke a lot, like, oh, I didn't get fired yet. (laughs) But it's, it's. You know, it is uh, amazing, and I'm just super happy. Like, I did my my backgrounds in healthcare administration. I did my master's in that, and then they got me because I had been part of the industry, just going to conventions, working with Funimation through other things. I did an anime club that was really successful. Um, cool. It's really happy and ecstatic to be at Funimation, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, Godswell, I also really like your podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do there? I'm happy uh, to talk about that. Yeah, and thanks for listening to it. Um, yeah, it's called That's Dope Podcast, and uh, we talk about things that are dope, of course. <laughs> so, right? And, like, like, that is vague, but, like, I think we sort of purposely kept it vague to allow it to be what it is. You know, like, when I talk with my friends, and we just say, that's dope, like, that, that, like whatever subject it's on, whatever it's politics or video games, anime, music, martial arts, whatever comes to mind. And we also think that everyone has, share with us you know like whatever they do is dope you know i mean even like what you told me about how you just design board games and you know you have these days off i was like that's really dope actually you know you need to tell me more about that later on (laughs) i like kind of lucked out this this my background's in education and right now i'm like taking a little bit of time off and trying to get a job that pays a little bit more and Uh coincidentally the job i got that pays more is in sales and I actually end up having three days off every week. So it's like wow. I work less and make more money. So then I'm using that extra time. Like I'm not just like sitting on my butt, you know, watching TV or whatever. I'm like working on all these kind of dreams I've had for a while. And part of it's like board games and some of it's like classroom stuff, like gamification type of things. Um, I hired a guy to like to write a book that I've been like just twiddling my thumbs and like kind of working on a little bit at a time. I'm like, I'm going to pay someone to actually write this for me and like get it out there in the world. So I don't know. I've been trying to be as creatively productive as I can when I get this extra day off per week. What do you say we uh, design a theme park? Let's do it. (laughs) Awesome. It's so cool when you like reach out to someone and I'm like, Hey, do you want to make a theme park? And you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, when, you, when you came up with that, like, you came to me with that, I was like, what? Like... <laughs> you had a couple different ideas, but we ended up thinking that One Piece might be an awesome yeah. fit. And uh-huh. I'm just, I am really crazy about that world. Like, I was telling you earlier, like, I haven't been, I'm not up to date on the anime or on the manga, but <sighs> I really like that world a lot. And, like, uh-huh. I used to read it. When it first started coming out in Shonen Jump, I was, like, crazy about it. It was my number one, like, favorite manga. Um, and then I got out of it, you know, just college and stuff and whatever. Mm. And I haven't really got back into it. I think – I'm not exactly sure why. Because I, I love Shonen in general. I uh-huh. love pirates. There's a lot of things I love about this this series, and the world is one of those main contributing factors. So, like, it makes a lot of sense as a theme park. But yeah. what do you like about One Piece? And I know that's a big question. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. But like, uh, 
mentioned it a few times because you know people ask all the time why would i watch this show that's 800 900 episodes and keeps on going and is planning to not stop anytime too soon right yeah yeah i mean it's just sort of like i've never had a a franchise that made me cry as much or even change my life as much wow and yeah like it, it really is that important to me so um, I absolutely adore One Piece. I even have a tattoo uh, on my chest. Yeah, the, like this. There we go. Oh, dang. Uh-huh, yeah, Sun Pirates right there. <laughs> and it means a ton to me, like where, um, you know, at first, like I watched it as a kid, uh, like when it was on a uh, Fox Box. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, four kids. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I watched it. I thought it was endearing. I thought it was dumb, but I thought it was endearing. And then I... I watched it, then it stopped, and then I watched it again in college because uh, my grand big of the fraternity I joined was like, you got to watch One Piece. We're a bunch of nerds. <laughs> and he had me watch it, and I was resistant at first, but then I fell more and more in love with it, and even like filler episodes would make me cry. Yeah. And, and it was just the amount of emotions that just sort of came with the show and like the amount of great experiences with it. Like I met some of some of my great friends that I have today through One Piece, you know, I've gotten great business opportunities through One Piece, you know, um, I think One Piece helped me a ton, like by watching One Piece before coming to Funimation, it has helped me a ton, and it really has inspired me for an adventurous person, the person I always wanted to be, so, Dude. you know, oh yeah. my god, that's awesome. When yeah. you said it, when you said it's like change your life, I was like that. That sounds a little dramatic, or like yeah. But no, you're totally, you're totally, yeah, you back that up. But yeah, like I mean, I no, that's for real. like I definitely like look at the characters like Frankie and Luffy and Zoro, and like they put everything on the line to like really live out their dreams, and that really has pushed me. And also, I mean, even it just made my connections and friendships stronger with people that like I do care about. Um, so. Yeah. I, I absolutely love One Piece. That is such a cool part of this show in particular is the the strength of the bonds between people, like how much they care about each other. Like even though they're really different and they don't, haven't known each other for that long, it's like, I, I don't know, it's like your your crew is like the, you know, the family you choose or whatever. It's like, yeah, that, it's such it, a, it, it's a cool theme. I like that a lot. That's a great way you put it, actually. It's it, it's an awesome show. And, and I'm not trying to say that the characters aren't amazing, but just the world itself is like so vivid and so lively and unusual and like that whole show is so playful and like mm-hmm. so unique i think that's part of why it's such a huge you know global hit like i was doing some research today it's like the third best-selling comic book series ever and it's yeah. superman batman one piece like yeah. it's more of a better selling series than like spider-man spider-man like, yeah, isn't right. that crazy it is it's amazing i love that yeah, and I love it too. Like it, and I don't blame people that are skeptical that are scared off by this. But I, it is such a good franchise, and you know, even though at times it can be a little hokey, it really has pushed past that and become such a greater thing. And I think it's on its way to becoming a great ending. So, super excited. Yeah, I, I'm so impressed with the the writing in the series as well. How it's like kind of continued over the years. I feel like it's easy to like kind of do the Simpsons thing where like the show's really different 10 years after it started. But like, mm. I feel like the show has evolved a little bit and sometimes, you know, the art style changes a little and everything, but just the connections between plot elements from a long time ago coming back in and like foreshadowing. And it's just amazing that human beings created this show to me, which yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's crazy. Exactly. Like, and I think that's just one thing in anime generally, you know, like mm. where I, I would say, like, anime as a whole has created these deeper stories and pieces of work, honestly, that that has touched me more than other genre or mediums, honestly. You know, more than movies, more than games, uh, more than books. It's just, it's crazy to me, like, where anime has gone and, like, how far it has taken things. Totally. And, and I think that it's kind of cool how that, like, you know, weekly shonen or like weekly manga style storytelling has kind of influenced the world in a way. Like it used to be that everyone creative wanted to like write a book and that was like the the best thing you could ever do is like write a novel. But then it was like, now everyone wants to write a movie. And then that's like, that's an hour and a half, two hours. That's nothing. And then now it's like the kind of Netflix series or premium cable. Like you want like a long ongoing story arc. 
but it's getting more and more towards the kind of weekly manga like the story never has to end we could just keep doing this every single week like i don't know it's it's cool and there's a lot that creators can kind of aspire to like to have that much to say is pretty impressive yeah yeah it's a cool show but yeah so like in translating this into a theme park what are the main things you feel like you have to to kind of try to capture about this world uh i would say one exploration Uh uh-huh yeah and then two i would say like doing it as a group you know like where maybe even if you just somehow like were to go by yourself to like such a theme park you know you're put up with different people you know that you might not know but you know you end it together with a group of people and you're gonna see some bizarre things but (laughs) you're gonna exactly i mean like this this show is so bizarre honestly like it and it hasn't dialed it down at all it's just actually getting more crazy but you sort of accept it all totally Mm -hmm. it's zany and over the top and you if you're going to this theme park you better be prepared to like you know meet some new people make some friends and like get outside your comfort zone and kind of Mm -hmm. you know live your life more like luffy for example like push yourself to get to get what you really want like everyone wants to have an amazing time and make new friends but you're not going to do it just like keeping to yourself or being on your phone the whole time. Like Exactly. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. And now, like, I think that's exactly like how it has to be like where, um, you know, I mean, episode one and two, you know, one of the things they do is you meet Kobe and he's a shy guy who's, I can, you know, explore this world and Luffy immediately punches them out and like go explore the world. <laughs> yeah. I do love that. That's like, He's such a more interesting character than, like, let's say, Ash from Pokemon, which kind of has the same sort of motivation of, like, hey, go out and do your thing, man. But, like, Luffy's, like, super, like, offended if you're not doing it for yourself, which yeah, which I think that's part of the power of why One Piece is so popular. Mm-hmm. Is, I, don't, I don't know. He's an awesome character, like a good role model, and I think mm-hmm. continuing that kind of philosophy across the entire park, across all the little crews that will be coming into the you know the theme park yeah and and do we want to organize it like that like do you want to have does each group have a ship or are there like several ships that we can explore and logistics don't make sense yet but we'll get there (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah i'm thinking like maybe like they have to name themselves you know like they have to have like a jolly roger they have to have you know maybe design their own traveling mechanism of sorts you know i like that and come up with like a flag and you know, mm-hmm. like the Straw Hats is kind of like the main crew on the show. It's like, I like that idea. Like building, you know, building a team and then going out and kind of recruiting more members is like a big part of the whole show. Yeah. You know, the the main through story arcs that are always there is just trying to get the crew together and keep exploring together. So Yeah. But uh-huh. then a lot of it, yeah, like you said, exploration and then teamwork and building up your, your crew, I think mm-hmm. that's a good foundation. I like that. So, yeah, we're going to have to have some, like, islands. You know, the show's about pirates. They do a lot of sailing around. We probably want to have some kind of way of doing that, which might be difficult. Uh-huh. I don't know if we want to do it as, like, an actual... There's actually water there, and, like, you're uh-huh. on little boats that you can control. That seems Ooh. really crazy, but, uh-huh. I mean, it's all hypothetical. We could also exactly. do it more like... Uh, kind of vr or something when you're actually moving between locations that would be cool yeah i think it's more realistic not as fun maybe but Mm. we it's at least doable because if you can't imagine like doing a water park of swords or i mean a water park could could actually yeah yeah there'd have to be a lot of water water attractions anyway very much all the ocean stuff Mm mm-hmm huh yeah I sort of like the idea of doing VR in a way. Like, it's more futuristic, so that way more people can come. Right, but, because if you're going to have boats that can actually, you can drive your boat, people will be crashing into each other, and there won't be room <laughs> to have, you know, thousands of guests through the door every day, because yeah. you just be clogged up with boats everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no fun. No. <laughs> I could be possibly, like, a, like, one big golf cart of sorts, I guess, that, like, uh, maybe, like, a golf like a, like a tour guide guide can like drive and mm-hmm. then uh they they just tell like the tour guide like where they're gonna go. Yeah, that'd work to get you to the different yeah. islands. Yeah, like he's just a helmsman, and then like uh, everybody else plays a different role. In yeah, it. that's kind of cool. And and something I was just thinking about with the VR, if if you want to be able to like build your own vehicle, 
you could actually do that in this case. You know, you can't really build your own real physical ride vehicle mm-hmm. without like making a pretty long time commitment where you're going to be building yeah. this roller coaster or whatever. But right. if you do it in VR, then it can be kind of be like, you know, here are the different basic ships that you can afford or that you, you know, have access to from wherever mm-hmm. you're starting out. Yeah. And so you can kind of get the base model and like kind of customize it. Or if you want to do like, there can be some kind of little interface where you can like design your own ship and then, you know, pay for it with like an in-game currency. Like this has turned into a video Ooh. game almost. Yeah, right. Yeah. But that'd be kind of cool because then you put on your VR headset and you get on the boat and it looks just like what you built, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's been I'm built to your specifications. It could be like a DLC of sorts, you know, like whereas like if you do have more money to spend. Oh, there you go. That's how we make uh, our money. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a, a freemium theme park. Like you don't have to yeah, pay. Yeah. There's no admission. It's just if you want to get the cool skins and the cool, you know, access to unique things. Yeah, maybe, like, uh, if you want to base it off of characters that you already know, uh-huh. um, maybe, you know, like, if you want, like, a lost ship or something like that, you know, like, you want to do, like, a submarine versus, like, just a standard type of ship, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. And a lot of the characters are really outlandish and, like, crazy and, like, humongous in all kinds of different shapes and sizes. So doing the VR thing, you could have people be able to kind of customize their looks a little bit more than just putting on a costume or something. Like make it, you could look like an actual character from the the world of One Piece. Yeah. Yeah, which would be cool when you're in those VR sections. You know, when you're traveling from island to island, I don't think you want to be sitting in a chair in VR the whole time. You know, we want to actually be able to get out and like make exactly this a have theme people park. move around and do things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. And, but yeah, I do like the transition element, like of making it fun and like exciting to like actually like travel around. Yeah, totally. And I might I might go back actually on that idea about customizing your appearance because it could if we're gonna keep going with like the philosophy of the theme park, it's like you know you have the hand you're dealt, like that's what you look yeah. like. Yeah. You can kind of put on some cool clothes, and we can have like a little cosplay area thing, like get your you know pirate gear on like yeah really customize your own character yeah. but you can't you but, can't custom right you you still gotta be you i like that idea a lot i yeah because i do think there's that kind of i don't know sci-fi future of like everyone's in vr and they all look you know like uh ugandan knuckles or whatever it's like well <laughs> come on let's let's look i don't know i don't know yeah, yeah. no no i think that's a really cool idea I mean, <laughs> I, that does fit the theme of one piece for sure you know some people are giants and some people are I don't know, uh, fishmen, you know? Like, <laughs> it is yeah. all different types of people. Okay, so you're the expert here. What specific islands like, would you need to replicate in the theme park? Because I know there's a ton yeah and the world is like very real and like fleshed out and like the maps are accurate and that's something that's really rare in anime in my experience is like Mm -hmm. the the geography makes sense and like the amount of time it takes to travel to a place is somewhat consistent i don't know a lot of it's just like yeah we need more traveling episodes they'll just keep going farther and farther or but yeah what islands do we need to make sure we hit here man like there's so many options like I, i was thinking like I was just thinking, like, um, Thriller Bark, right? The episode, like, 340s, um, like, where it's, like, a haunted, spooky spot. Maybe that should just come up during, like, Halloween times. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Alabasta, where um, you, you know, you could, like, go help Vivi, um, you know, save her kingdom from uh, the, you know, crocodile, right? You could do... Man, there's so many spots. And there's so many, like, iconic ones that would look cool yeah. as, like, our Disney castle kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. really? exactly. Like, there's, man, like, yeah, now, now that you bring it up, because, like, at first I thought it would be, this would be easy, but then I was like, wait, no. <laughs> it's not mm. that it's hard, it's just that it's huge, you know? And yeah. it's like, this could be its own podcast just making the One Piece theme park, you know? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it is so many options with just One Piece. Um, yeah. But it's it's a fun, fun challenge, and it also like allows for a lot of variability for sure. You know, like as you know, seasonal type of deals, mm-hmm. or it could be yearly changes. Um, and I'm wondering, like, how close to the story would you probably stick? But they're like, but back to your question, 
about which places to go for, you got to do Any's Lobby. So that's like episode 250, you know, or so, right? Uh, you are at the shipbuilding area, um, and that, and then you go through like the whole Water Seven arc where you meet Frankie. I sort of want to skip over Marineford, honestly. Uh, like Marineford is like where like all the big big things surrounding Ace happens, and for people who haven't seen the show or, or are interested in watching the show, I won't say what happens, but it's a very crucial spot where a lot of the biggest battles happen. Maybe this wouldn't be the best spot. You know, for spoilers, but it mm-hmm. would be one of the most hype spots to go to, <laughs> right? And maybe one of the most emotional spots to go to. That's something else that's curious: is like, is the same story going to apply to every person who goes through the theme park? Like, are they all mm-hmm. kind of basically taking the hat, the the straw hat path, mm-hmm. or are you making your own path through those same locations? Oh. So, like one like minor location might be where your huge climactic battle goes down. Yeah. You know, it, we could make it a little bit more build-your-own-path kind of thing, but... I would like that, if that's possible. I'm definitely, like, it just sort of gives that whole uh, definite one-piece experience where you don't have to be a goody-two-shoes pirate like Luffy. <laughs> right? <laughs> you yeah, know, that's you, true. You can be a criminal or thug or, you know, yeah. take over a spot and maybe, maybe someone's a Marine, you know? Right. Yeah, that's a cool option. Seeing yeah. that same world through a different lens. Like, if you go yeah. back every summer, you could mm-hmm. go back from a different perspective. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. You might end up being somebody else's, like, bad guy. Like, it'd be really cool if we could have some PvP. Like, you can battle against oh, other park attendees who are, you know, portraying a bad guy or portraying a Marine or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. that would be really cool. Or actually. even someone on your own crew, because, you know, like, crew members <laughs> They do clash and, every now and then, yeah. so... You yeah, gotta yeah. have a fight like every episode, so like you gotta make sure there's somebody to fight around all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder like how that could happen, but That's... I would love for something like that to happen. I have no clue. I mean, it's gonna be a video game, you know, augmented reality type of deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, where it, like, it doesn't have to be physical, but it could be something, you know, through the VR, or it could be something um, that you do to another person, like if you want to like battle them, you know, maybe like a rock paper scissors type of game of sorts i'm not sure yeah (laughs) something like maybe a a little bit like um arms have you ever played that for switch oh that could be cool meaning that you don't actually go physically punch the person in the face but you still make a punching motion Uh uh-huh and then you like you witness your character i don't know if you're having an out-of-body experience during this Uh because the combat is so hot or whatever Uh or i don't know somehow you have a way of controlling your own abilities because that would be cool hopefully some of these people will have some some you know superhuman abilities some you know devil fruit type of stuff yeah i guess like when you're creating your character you're like i want to be a swords swordsman and then maybe like a random person in your squad um becomes becomes like a devil fruit user or something like that yeah that'd be cool if you can find them like or you can pay for them. It's a, yeah, <laughs> a yeah. premium option. Uh, oh, man. Double fruit unlock. Um, oh. <laughs> no, that's cool. Because I do think combat is a big part of the show. Like It is. And not that it's like super you know, violent or bloody or anything. Like It's still pretty lighthearted, and a lot of it's just about exploration and adventure. But there's a lot of bad guys out there. You know, it's it's pirate time, so you got to fight it, the bad guys. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> One place that I am thinking that I think is absolutely crucial is the Baratier. Um, that's the ship that Sanji is a cook at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the beginning. And, of course, because yeah. you, know, you, you need, like, some cafeteria, restaurant area. So I think so some floating some floating uh, seafaring she- uh, restaurant would be ideal. Oh. And, you know, that could just be a neutral spot. That'd be really cool. If there are certain areas that are you're not allowed to get into fights here, like combat-free. Yeah. Free, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And incorporating so. food is always important because, you know, authentic pirate cuisine was probably horrible in reality. Oh, yeah. so. I bet, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The so One Piece version is not quite as nasty. No. Luckily, like, Sanji, like, definitely steps it up and, like, spices things up. So, um, and he's always mixing up, like, the type of food that he's creating. So, yeah, that's that's a important thing. Although, I do remember there's an episode, like, where you see some pirates start to die from scurvy yeah they don't know about fruits and vegetables <laughs> <laughs> right it'd be kind of interesting if you if you go to the park like by yourself and you decide you know i'm gonna be a chef 
there's like you know the chef's route uh-huh. you can go through and like learn some I don't know if you want to actually go through all that but then you might uh-huh. have <clears throat> a situation where a crew is coming out to get you like they want to recruit you to join them because they don't have uh-huh. they need somebody to help them with the food thing yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's that's important. I don't know if it'd be that fun to play the role of the chef, but yeah, like some sort of NPC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they're just park employees. Uh-huh. Like you know, the food service people. You get one, yeah. and they just go on with you on your vehicle, and they uh-huh. can like, hey, you know, we need more bananas or whatever. Let's go to this uh-huh. island and collect some. Like, because uh-huh. food is pretty important for survival, and if you don't really have a path where you're going, it can be like, well, hey, let's take this this episode to go collect some resources that we need Uh (laughs) i don't know it could be like a small you know uh small story arc to go Mm -hmm. just we went to this island to get this thing and that's where the story started you know that's where we met this person or that's where we fought this person yeah yeah that could work out really well yeah yeah, I, i like the idea of like employees like really joining with the crew to help guide them um further along it it sort of seems like a dm of sorts right i think that is important especially when you want people to be as playful and loud and you know crazy as the one piece characters are sometimes it helps if you have someone around you already acting you know already yeah someone show like showing you it's okay to be a little crazy here yep yep. yeah so i guess they would be the captain because they show you like how these things go like they're they're more like democratic like where they're listening to what everyone has to offer mm-hmm. with the will of the crew oh maybe when you first like enter the park you're you're you know really low ranking member of a crew uh-huh. with a pirate who's kind of like showing you the ropes or maybe you start out with uh, the marines where it's a little bit more organized and we can go over safety rules and regulations <laughs> and it's a little uh-huh. bit more thematic and Ooh, it's like, like you know you you know they're kind of explaining the rules and the laws and like what this world is about if you're not familiar with the show and then mm. you go on like one little mission with them and then end up in some you know large port city where you can kind of run around and scamper and like make your own crew and start building your own boat and all that stuff oh, i like that yeah. i like that a lot i think it'd be fun yeah. a lot of these things could just be a video game you know but like it does feel like a video game for yeah. sure but i do i like the idea of it being in person yeah and like I, having to interact with people in person I, I hope that theme parks will always exist, even if you know we're all like working and uh-huh. living in VR. Like, uh, just to have I a hope place we don't to, like, end go. up like that. But yeah, I yeah. think theme parks are important, even like those small one room type of deals, like the escape rooms. Yeah, they're crucial because working with people face to face always yeah. has meant a lot more to me. Totally, I'm absolutely with you. Yeah, it's a big part of life, and it's a lot of fun too. And like. I don't think we should just let, you know, Disney and Universal have all the fun. Like Exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of room out there for like the the weirder, smaller theme parks. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh let's see. Oh, I something else I really like about One Piece. We already talked about how the characters like look all crazy and stuff, but almost all of them have a really cool backstory. Uh-huh. And like that's a part of of storytelling that's always fascinating whenever you have like a down moment to kind of have a flashback or to like go into some detail about a character's backstory and Uh in this case i don't know if we want to have people come up with their own like tragic backstory and motivation of why they came here Uh because i think that would help them to get into character and Uh not just feel like oh this is me andrew spawn wearing pirate clothes like i don't know what to do with my hands this is so awkward (laughs) instead Uh if i'm like i'm i'm this character here's my name this is my tragic backstory i came up with and this is why i act like a maniac i'm gonna start (laughs) acting like a maniac a little bit Uh more like you know give me some motivation you like some more license to do it yeah Uh yeah totally so i I think that would be important like i don't know when we would do that in the process but probably at the beginning like as you are forming yourself and as you are creating your your character, you know, maybe they can give you, we can give you some guidelines on like what type of backstory, like, you know, you could have, but Mm -hmm. then you can flesh it out as much as you want, or you can just sort of go with like a more standard uh, set of backstories. Yeah. Thematically, what if we had like a, a fortune teller type of person, like maybe in that port city, like who's kind of, cause there's a big part of, of like reading tarot and that kind of thing that sort of, sussing out like getting to connect with the other person and like read them a little bit Mm -hmm. and you could do that process that's kind of like 
uncovering their backstory, but it's actually yeah. a creative pro- like process that's being a little bit led by this fortune teller person. Yeah. I think that I don't know, that's just what popped in my head, but that sounds pretty sweet to me. I would love that process. I could, I, I, I love can see that actually. Told anyway. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. the idea of like that could be like your processing, you know, if you want to like do like logistics as like we're paying the entry fee and all that or mm-hmm. like really getting set up and started um yeah this person is sort of like the confirm confirmation place where he's like okay is this what you want to do we ready to do it all right this is your backstory here you go yeah uh-huh. oh that's really cool and and they could say you know something like um tell me about the island or tell me about you know where you're from you know in this world of one piece and then that can uh-huh. kind of help them come up with some ideas for your backstory uh-huh. And you know, fortune teller is not right 100 percent of the time. So you might say, "Oh no, um, it was it's like it was actually like this," and then that I don't know. You use that back and forth to kind of have some creative time and come up with your backstory. Mm. Hey, hey, that's a cool I idea. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, I like that. Because I really do think that's kind of a big a big key influence on how the why the characters act the way they do in the series. And then also how we can get real human beings to, yeah. to make their own character and act like that. Because it's pretty easy if you, if you just say, you know, hey, act like Luffy or, you know, act like whoever character that if you're familiar mm-hmm. with them, you can just do that. But then we're going to have a full park of just the straw hat. And, yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. it's going to be a little, uh, I don't know, repetitive. Everyone will be Superman. Like, that's kind of boring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We need more diversity and people to be themselves and towards their own path like i am wondering like how someone gets a devil fruit maybe someone gets it by accident but then if they get a devil fruit the power is random like you don't choose what power it is unless you like pay you know (laughs) like to have that knowledge of like okay this is this fruit right yeah even then most times most people don't know like what they're gonna eat like it's just i got this random power and i have to figure out how to use it later on so I think uh, doing it random is is more thematic and kind of goes with the whole just embrace who you are and like make the most of it and go get your dreams. Like, yeah, you have the weirdest power in the world, but it's part of you now, so deal exactly. with it. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking, like yeah, just set off sail, and each of these places, like I'm thinking, like only doing a few worlds at first, you know, like just to like really get that, you know, people to get really into it, but changing it up every now and then mm-hmm. um like doing like maybe three worlds of sorts you know three three lands yeah um then that way it's not like because i was picturing it being like a bunch of little tiny ones yeah where yeah. there's like room for one party to be there at a time but like that's not very fun it'd be better if it's a whole like a whole land like you said yeah uh-huh. like multiple elements within a spot yeah so that way you know, people can come into contact with each other or they can do other elements, you know, that they choose as a group. I like that a lot. And we could kind of theme it as if, like, this is just one part of the world. And then if you come back next year, it'll just be a different part of the world. Yeah. You know, so it's it, it, you could still portray the same character. It's just a year later. And obviously you're not in the same town anymore. You've moved uh-huh. on. You're in a different part of the world. Yeah, yeah. And if it brings people back, like they're like, yeah. "Oh, I wonder what this new world is going to be, or how, like how this one's going to go, or which one I'm going to do within it." Uh, yeah. And I like what you said before, like where it is, like you can choose your side and do multiple things in it. Like it's just a comeback feature that is always changing up the experience. Mm-hmm. Like it's based off of the player and whoever they come with or that they're set up with. Right. So it could be different every time. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. maybe we could do like a matchmaking service kind of thing like you know because obviously when they first come to the park it'll be like how many tickets do you need or you know how many people are in your party and Uh then they'll say one and then that gets sent to somebody who's like a coordinator making sure that we have full crews and so then maybe there's someone whose sole job is to like run out to people who are individuals Mm -hmm. um maybe do like maybe after they've met with like the fortune teller or whatever we want to do for that part when we know a little bit about this character, yeah. they can yeah. come like running out and say like, "We need someone who's got experience with this thing." Yeah, and we we need to leave soon. You know, like we need you yeah. now. Uh huh. Like a call like to that. action, like a you know, a person running through the streets looking for you. Like that makes you feel needed and like yeah. urgent. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot actually. Uh, like I'm wondering like how 
like how that would go but like i like the idea of like someone like setting you up with people and calling out like hey okay you're going with this crew and you will be this role you know maybe like one of five roles within the Mm -hmm. the the crew and then you guys all go out together and you guys are bonding or maybe even hating each other along the way and maybe yeah you do you fight your own people and then you leave and you can join another group later on yeah I like that, and that that you know adds to your characters like scars and flaws and in uh-huh. history, and you know maybe they just kick you off at the next island because they don't like working with you, uh-huh. and it's kind of no hard feelings because it's just like you know it's a pirate's life, like that's kind of what happens in the show is people strike yep. out on their own and yep. they kind of change and they develop and the characters and like everything is still evolving all the time. Everyone's got their like their personal arc that they're going through. Yeah. Exactly. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we could also have some bigger ships too. So like if you don't necessarily want to be in like an intimate, you know, five to eight person crew, mm-hmm. you could just join like almost like a cruise ship kind of thing where it's kind of like uh-huh. a place where you can like mingle with people and like you have some little things to do and then it, it just kind of gives you like a more gentle tour through the world. I like that. And maybe that's with the Marines or something where, where things uh-huh. will be a little bit more... Um, clean and organized and predictable uh-huh. uh, you're less likely to get like attacked by other you know bands of pirates uh-huh. um, but you can still explore the park and you know so then if that, you're like you know you don't that's really a great idea yeah if you that's don't really feel like idea. engaging when the whole pirate's life thing you can be like well I just want to go to this theme park and mm-hmm. cruise around that could work that's a great idea well thank you that's a great idea mm-hmm. I think there are going to be so many cool stories that that kind of arise from this or at least that's my hope for it you know that's what i'm hoping too actually like where things like even this could evolve like where it's like okay a big day like where it's marines versus pirates you know like maybe marines have to go clean up pirate crews you know they're chasing after them and like they're they're more powerful and i think like more people would want to join the marines because it's sort of easier but you know like it's going to be harder to be part of pirates but more fun yeah, you know, cat like it's like cat and mouse, or you know, uh, robbers, <laughs> cops and robbers type. Right? Of deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're both compelling stories. It's just like, yeah, if you're gonna be a, a criminal, you're gonna have to stand on your own two feet and like yeah. be able to make decisions and like, like have a tight. You're gonna have to you have a tight crew to go with. I can't imagine like kicking off somebody um, who you don't really know. You know, while you're also like on the run from yeah. these. Marines. I'm thinking like that's like an event type of deal, you know. So right. it's not like uh, not all the random time. people, exactly. So that we random people like aren't afraid to come in, you know. But like um, more often, like more often than not, it'll be like like we would you said the Marines being like a easygoing experience, like where you are going through these worlds and it's fun and scripted, whereas pirates isn't as scripted and uh-huh. that one's a little bit more of a build your own adventure type of deal. Yeah. Do you think the pirates need to each each crew has someone who is like uh, an employee of the park to like make sure things are cool or yeah or that's I think so I think they need okay. to be like a DM I uh-huh. think they need to be able to guide the crew and, you know either be like a helmsman or they need to be a captain yeah I like that helmsman is the one role you have to like hire somebody for yeah. or yeah or navigator or something that is this instrumental to making sure that they go wherever they need to go. I'm so pumped about this place. Yeah, I'm like, dang, I, I, I would like this to be a real thing now. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, as much as we both love Luffy, like, and his story has is, like, the, our knowledge of what One Piece is is, like, through his eyes and his story, and that's an awesome perspective. But it is exciting to imagine what those other, you know, new creative perspectives could be like. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I mean, they probably won't be as well-written or as cool, but yeah. but if you're forging your own path, man, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of opportunities to 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 enjoy One Piece for sure with this. Yeah. And I, I'm, I like the idea that, because whenever you do these kind of like little improvisational things with strangers, there's going to be some like awkward moments and some people you just don't really vibe with. And then, yeah. but that's like, part of it because the characters in one piece are so bizarre that if you put uh-huh. some of them in the same room they're just gonna like kill each other like yeah it's just i don't know there's it, it works it's like thematic like yeah 
yeah, you don't like heart. that guy. He's really awkward, but that's right. kind of his quirk, and your quirk is this thing. And if you guys don't like yeah. each other, then go start your own crew. Like exactly, or work or figure out like if you're gonna uh, go for the bigger goal at hand, you know, like squash yeah. that, you know, focus and maybe get better as as time goes on. I mean, I feel like this is a spot I really want to go to. Like, yeah. this is like, dang it, Japan, make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make this happen. Well, I mean, like, Japan's kind of trying. You know, they've had, like, that, uh, they're at uh, Universal Studios Japan, they have a, yeah. a One Piece thing. Premiere Summer, see. it's called, I think. I want to see how that looks. Like, I have I haven't been there. I went to Japan, like, two, three years ago, and oh. I went to J-World, which is dope. And uh, in Tokyo Tower, they have a One Piece dedicated um, amusement park. Yes. And I feel like this one will blow it out of the water. I think so. Oh, literally, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I've, I've watched, like, you know, uh, walkthrough videos of both of those parks. And it's, like, it's pretty good. I mean, it's better than what we would get here in the States, typically. Mm-hmm. But I do think making it more thematic and giving more freedom... Gosh. Mm-hmm. would be awesome because like those places yeah. are almost like museums for the history of one piece and that crew specifically that's featured on the show yeah but yeah I, that's I, a great way to put it actually a museum and it, like it's a beautiful museum for uh-huh. sure but it is like where it is it's sort of like whoa look at that thing versus let's go do this thing like they do in one piece yeah or not like how they do one piece you know (laughs) right and i kind of like that the title is just one piece so like every single person's adventure could be called one piece if that's what they're after yeah maybe we should talk about that do we want to include the one piece or i don't think so i think it's more like uh because i thought about that too and it's like well you know just as like people don't even know what the one piece is right right um I think that other pieces of treasure should be there, you know, like uh-huh. other other mystical things that maybe they didn't even know they were, they were wanting to find or uh, and maybe like as they do create a character, like we give them like a sort of vague thing that they're looking for, you know, like a vague, cool. what do you want? Do you want to be the best fighter? Do you want to be the, you want to find a lot of money? Mm-hmm. Do you want to find something amazing? But, you know, not say like you want to go here and do this thing, but more just like more general yeah, more general uh-huh. type of deal. Like, do you want to do the? Do you want to be the strongest fighter? Well, then, okay, let's make you a very strong fighter. Like, so like, whenever like um, the crew gets into fights, then you're like the strongest person that they rely cool. on. And you have to, um, you know, take care of everybody right there. Uh, or maybe if you want the most money, um, your goal is to. Uh, I you don't know. Be, like maybe you, you have like a special, bounty hunter, maybe. Yeah, like, maybe, or maybe you like have like a special perk where you can find treasure like um, along the way that helps your crew. I don't know. Yeah, you get like a treasure map. Like yeah, yeah. That that's a cool idea. Uh huh. And that could be so, part of your backstory. Like you know, it was uh, an inheritance, or like you just found it one day. Yeah. And that's like what starts your whole adventure is like this thirst for treasure. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, and yeah. it would also be cool if, like, you know, you spend the whole day at the theme park working towards this goal, and you get your goal at the end of the day, and maybe that treasure is, you know, a devil fruit or something that's going to impact the next time you come to the park. So, like, yeah, you know, if you're coming back the next day, then like your adventure picks up from there, and you can keep going. Yeah, but if you're not coming back till next year to like, you know, kind of save your progress or whatever. How they have like the cards and the Japanese arcades and mm-hmm. bring it back. Yeah. And maybe you start with a new crew the next time. Or you bring your own crew, you know, like yeah. if, if that's like what you're really about. That's cool. And you could mm-hmm. have them inside of like a gold coin. Like that could be your Ooh. little, you know, I don't know if RFID or NFC, yeah, yeah. whatever, little chip that saves your progress. is like a little memento that's not just going to... Because I do love that idea of like Japanese arcade, like being able to make customizations and improve your character and all that stuff. That would... Yeah. I would go to the arcade so much more often if I had oh, that. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I don't know. I love that kind of feedback. And I don't know, be able to make progression beyond just the one day yeah. thing. It, it, it makes it a lot more um, intriguing to me, too. Like, yeah. it is something that like I care about a lot. Right. Because a lot of, like, arcade experiences and video games in general are just kind of, here, just do this thing. It's fun. It's just like an amusement. It's not mm-hmm. like you're actually getting better at it. It doesn't really take skill or, 
I like the games that you actually need to like work at and get better at and like focus on. I, it's more and fun. I dig, I dig that competition aspect uh-huh. about it, and I think that like um, it's people versus people, you know, um, you know, player versus player type of deal, right? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people would really enjoy that, especially if be, you're a big Shonen fan. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be super fun, and then it's also kind of cool, like if your whole ship fights against a whole other ship, and like you get destroyed and your ship sinks, uh-huh. then it's like that other crew is probably going to like take you on board and like you'll either join their crew or like you'll be a prisoner and then they'll like, I don't know, drop you off at the uh-huh. jail or whatever. Cause that's yeah, something else yeah. I was thinking is it might be fun if, if the Marines get into combat with pirates once in a while uh-huh. and then they like actually take the pirates prisoner and like take him back to town and put him in a jail. And uh-huh. then there's like a big jail break and like, you know, there's uh-huh. one of those every hour or whatever at this jail, oh, just because we don't wow. want to keep our, our customers, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, stuck in like jail. in one spot. Uh-huh. But it'd be a cool another wrinkle to their story. It's like, we had no plan on being in this town. We were actually, you know, uh, taken prisoner after we lost this battle. <laughs> so that way, losing doesn't feel like it, it ends your story. Like, you're not going to mm. die. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll get scraped up a little bit, but you'll end up, you know, on the road yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like oh, that. Man. <laughs> this is so cool. There's a lot of opportunities here with this. Yeah, yeah. Man. Hopefully we we could do some more theme parks in the future too based on on other, you know, properties that you're into, man, cuz this is a yeah. fun one. It's a cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like there's there's a ton of shows that like I have ideas for. Like I I had mentioned like Golden Camoy too, yeah. and, like that show is definitely like one of my favorite shows that I want more people to watch and it's it's very different from everything I've seen before. Can you tell but, me more about it? Because I've never seen it. I mean, I did some research yeah. after you brought it up, but yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty new. Uh, so it came out last year. The anime did, um, I think, spring. Yeah, it came out spring last year, yeah. Okay. And um, what it is, it's set in the 1900s, like early 1900s, like 1901, uh, right after the Japanese and the Russians had a war, the Russo-Japanese war, Sinairo, I guess. And um, it like, had a lot of heavy, heavy uh, casualties on both sides. And the soldiers from the Japanese side were just sort of left on their own. And so, like, uh, like the, the, main, the main character, his name is Sugimoto. Uh, he got this nickname, Immortal Sugimoto, uh, because he survived the most brutal parts of the war. And he um, finds out about this gold rush. Uh, and one of the biggest parts of this gold rush is... Um, there is a treasure map uh, tattooed on death row of prisoners, and these prisoners all escaped, so they all went out their own way. Oh. And he finds out that it's a real story, and these prisoners all have the tattoos on their body. These guys are death row inmates who are really brutal. Wow. So it's brutal. It, it makes me think of um, like the Gray and like uh, uh, that Leo DiCaprio movie. Uh, I forgot Revenant? what it's Yeah, The Revenant. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's brutal. It's a lot of surviving against nature, surviving against prisoners, and also the military. Um, they're trying to also find the tattoos and the prisoners, and it's brutal. It's very funny. It has a lot of dark humor. Cool. Uh, it's very endearing. It's one of my favorite shows, and it's just brand new. I haven't seen anything like this. Wow, no kidding. It sounds super unique. Yes. Holy moly. And also, so- like, a, a huge thing to... Uh, or two two huge things one like the like the native americans of japan uh like where like there's a bunch of history with that and i didn't even know anything about this so i learned a ton and then two the food the food is a huge part of this show because they're trying to survive that whole yes yeah 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 cool. so like use every part of whatever they kill yeah wow that sounds like a fun <laughs> theme park right? yeah yeah exactly that's why I was starving like, and freezing and but yep. yeah, that is interesting. It sounds really like, uh, like it really grabs your attention and like makes you feel like you're in that world. Yeah, I, I definitely oh, felt cool. it myself. Where I'm like, I'm freezing. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, oh God, I'm gonna die, dude. Uh, I I had that the other day. I was going out to walk the dog, and I had been watching Lost in Space on Netflix, and I put <laughs> on my gloves. And I was like, oh, no, there's a gap between my glove and my coat. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm not in space. (laughs) I was, like, so wrapped up. Because that show is a lot about, like, survival and, like, trying to outwit the elements and, like, you know, man versus nature type stuff. Mm. Um, But, yeah, that that sounds cool. I'll have to check that out. It's um, great. Where would you recommend watching it? 
I personally like the dub, um, so you can watch the dub on Funimation, of course. Oh my gosh, uh, Funimation, yeah. what amazing services they offer. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um, you can also, of course, I'm putting my marketing hat right now, so Go for <laughs> you it, can dude. watch that on, um, on uh, of course, desktop, apps, uh, you know, phone apps, Android, iOS. Um, you can watch on PlayStation, Xbox, Roku, uh, Apple, whatever. So, yeah, a lot of different options to watch it on. Um, two seasons are out right now, so you can watch all that. Uh, or if you prefer sub, you can watch that on uh, Crunchyroll. They have it, too. So a bunch of great cool. opportunities to watch it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Thank you so much for being my guest, man. I really appreciate it, Godswell. Thank you very much for having me, and thanks for bearing with me. I, it's been like I, you were trying to talk to me to get uh, to do this, and I was just busy, or it's, you know things didn't work, line up. But I appreciate you. No, uh, no problem. On still. Thanks for staying at work after hours for us, man. That's that's awesome. For sure, it was so worth it. If the audience uh, is interested in seeing more of you, where can we find you online? Uh, I am on Twitter, so Godzilla Ugwa Junior, uh, and I have the AJ. Uh, like I, I used to be bald, so. Yeah, now I don't, I'm not bald, but like I, when I was bald, I had I would uh, think of myself as AJ from Fairly Odd Parents, so that's my um, my icon, and I won't change that. And I'm also on Twitter. I mean, I'm also on Instagram. Yeah, with the same uh, handle, Godzilla Uncle Junior. And find the podcast um, that's that's dope podcast. So, and you'll see in black and white letters, um, that's dope podcast. Cool, man. Thank you so much. That was a blast. For sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Sure. (laughs) My pleasure.